0: I am here holding the hope for you, until you can hold it for yourself.
1: Welcome to From Heartache to Healing and Hope, with your host, Bernadette Winters-Bell,
0: LMSW.
1: This podcast explores the many layers of life through the lens of loss and grief, often with special guests who share their perspectives on this universal yet unique process. These explorations can offer you, the listener, avenues to encourage you to have these
0: conversations with yourself, your family, your community, your world. Hi there, it's Bernadette Wintersbell. I'm the host of the podcast, From Heartache to Healing and Hope. And in this series, Same Storm, Different Boats, we'll be paddling away today with Vicki Winchester. So interesting. She's a school bus driver of long standing at one of our local school districts. And also she's a health coach and she's inspired so many people. And her joy and change and evolution, it's infectious. I think you're gonna really enjoy that. So join us on From Heartache to Healing and Hope, Same Storm, Different Boats. I'm Bernadette Winters-Bell, here holding the hope for you until you can hold it for yourself. See you soon. Welcome. I'm Bernadette Winters-Bell, and this is my podcast, From Heartache to Healing and Hope. And this series is called Same Storm, Different Boats. And here, let me introduce my special guest. Vicki Winchester. Vicki, welcome to the podcast today.
1: Thank you very much, Richard Bernadette.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So would you be so kind as to help my audience understand who you are? Tell us about your background. And Well, let's start with who you are right now. Okay, well, right
1: now I am Vicki Winchester. I am a certified health coach, I have two grown adult sons, I've been married for 25 years. Um, I use I still drive school bus. I absolutely love that job with all those smiling faces. And I used to drive tractor trailers over the road. So I've kind of had a vivid background.
0: i'll say how interesting is that now um were you raised in this area here in upstate new york
1: yes yes born and raised in cooperstown and i am currently residing for the last 25
0: 26 years
1: in oneana
0: ah terrific wonderful wonderful so i have learned that after world war one when people saw one another after having been away at war or working or keeping the home fires burning, that they would say to one another, how was your war? So I say to you, Vicki, how has your pandemic been?
1: Um, the pandemic has been really good, actually. It's been very good. It's the pre-pandemic. <laughs> That's where my story begins. But my pandemic itself through this whole, um, you know, the quarantine and being socially distant. that I found something where I could love on others and I could bring hope to their lives and passion into their lives. So I don't want to ever wish the pandemic again, but it has been very good to me.
0: Well, then let's go back a step. Tell me about pre-pandemic.
1: Pre-pandemic. Okay. Born and raised as a country girl you know, born on the farm, did all that, um, but I gained weight, and it basically started when I was um, pregnant with my son, you know, in high school, if we could wish what we weighed in high school, we weighed, right. down, you know, For sure. <laughs> but, absolutely, so um, gaining weight over the years, just, you know, settling in our life, just, you know, this is my life, I got to deal with it. And I don't ever blame it on my pregnancies by any mean, but that's kind of basically where it started. Mm-hmm. And over the years, I gained up to I was up to 315 pounds. Wow. And it was a sad, you know, when I was there, I was sad, I was depressed. I couldn't do the things that a mom could do with their children.
0: I had to sit on the sideline watch their life go by. And had you seen other women um, raising a family gaining weight? Had this been something that you had viewed in your family or community?
1: Um yeah, you know, the family and the community is just I guess you get you get stuck in that structure where this is just it. This is this is how I gotta lead my life. This, you know, I don't have the tools to succeed in the areas I want to succeed, because as women, and not not saying any less of a man, but as women, we are caregivers. So where is our focus okay. when we are raising a family? It's
0: on our family. It's not on us. No, because we often, if I ask people to make a list, you know, of who they're taking care of, it's unusual if they even make page one. <laughs> uh-huh. Forget near the other time. Right. And so it sounds like it might've been that way for you taking care of your kids and the rest of your family. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so other than your weight, when you were raising your family, was this a good time for you?
1: Oh, yes. I mean, besides the, the hindrance of that, you know, we talk about the weight on our body, but it's the weight on your shoulders and the weight in your heart. But other than that, you know, Mm. perfect family, love them, had a great upbringing. My, my past was, I had an awesome family or very family bound people. You know, we, we don't have the fight. We have a great family dynamics is what I want to say.
0: Wonderful. Wonderful. So at some point you, you decide that, um, carrying that weight what was the weight in your heart do you know
1: oh way more than the weight on my body but i Mm -hmm. did not know it i did not know i i knew vicky as the way vicky was this is the way i will be for the rest of my life i didn't know Mm -hmm. because try everything tried everything throughout my life and nothing
0: worked right Wow. And so did you ever discover what the weight is on your heart? Um, sadness.
1: Hmm. Yeah, um, not feeling loved. Even though I was loved, I didn't feel loved because I wasn't loving myself.
0: Right. And it's you, hard you know, to receive love if we can't acknowledge the goodness in ourselves and absolutely. feel love for ourselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So was there a situation that happened that caused you to change how you um, looked at yourself?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> a big situation. Um, I, I started this on this program, you know, we're all very skeptical, skeptical of things that are going on in the world and what people have to offer. And I, I just watched on Facebook because it was just my friend was doing amazing and i'm like I want part of that but you're scared to reach out. Because everything you feel is a gimmick and this program that I started on in April of 2018 and I have currently lost 170 pounds. So yeah, <laughs> and, and there's so, like I've said before, more than the weight issue, it's, I've come off a lot of medications and the pain in my body has subsided. Mm. Um, so it's way more than the pain, but the program is amazing because it doesn't focus just on the weight. We focus on the healthy body and the healthy mind. And then the next step is your healthy finances. And, you know, right. that's people's life. Those are areas that For people sure. really want.
0: For sure. So, yeah. in uh, the program. Absolutely. So did you find that you were able to begin to like yourself?
1: Oh, I, oh yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to sound um, too self-confident, but I love my more, myself more when I'm loving on my clients when right, I am pouring love into them. But yes, to be able to get up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, you know what, I'm really happy right now.
0: That's, My life is fulfilled. That, that is so terrific. So tell me about your kids and your, your family around you. Um, were they supportive when you started this journey?
1: Oh, absolutely. Very supportive, um, a little bit in denial because we all go through that, you know, is this really another thing mom's going to try or (laughs) another thing my wife wants to try, but very supportive and them just watching me. I'm a lot of them have jumped on program with me and they have become healthier. So, you know, it's healthy life and that we have like my husband says healthy life healthy wife <laughs> right right Absolutely. yeah to be able to give this gift forward to my family to my parents my sisters my children
0: Ooh. you know it's just
1: incredible
0: unbelievable unbelievable and so um when you were younger could you have ever imagined that you would be right where you are today no
1: never never, I mean, let's go back to when I said that I would, I used to drive track or trailer over the road. Um, So did I find myself a people person? I was not a people, but I didn't think I was a people person. Um, But into and if someone told me you're going to become a health coach, and you're going to enjoy it. I was like, oh, no, 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 that's not,
0: that's not going to be possible. No, it's but not that, how you store yourself,
1: right? Not at all. And, you know, and that's the goal in life is to do something every day that makes you a better person.
0: So and what, everyone- what, what caused you to start to become a tractor trailer driver? Because that's a very <laughs> interesting career choice. <laughs> uh, the country
1: in me, you know, it's like. If it's bigger and better, I want to accomplish. I want to try it. Mm. I've always been that kind of challenging person, and I did. I went to school to become a tractor trailer uh, school, a tractor trailer driver. Right. Went over the road for um, six months to a year. Did all of that, and then I met my husband one that one weekend on my way home when we were home. And then it's like, oh, you know, the teenage life, you're just like, oh, I'm in love. <laughs> Which I am, I still am, to the same man. So then I was like, you know what, time for the parenting to start and to settle down. So I
0: still have that, I guess you just want to say that drive in me. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say it must have been hard to give it up after oh, having yeah. that kind of freedom and independence.
1: Yeah, because you have that drive. So I went to the next best thing. Mm -hmm. My mom was a school bus driver and she's like, why don't you come try this? And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." I'm not, (laughs) I'm not transporting a bunch of screaming kids on the bus. No way. But I did. I tried it and absolutely love it. Absolutely.
0: What do you love about it?
1: Oh, do you know what it is like? see a child smile at you in the morning and say good morning and you reciprocate that and you give it back to them because you honestly don't know what's going on in their home life sure you don't you may be the only smile they get you give them it's a little hard now with the mask, but you know we all have our we have like our fist punch or our elbow, you know, they know that you're there and they care and they just want that, that to know that there's someone there that will always listen to them. So I don't only just drive the bus. I find myself being a, a nurse, a counselor,
0: a (laughs) mom, a friend. And how (laughs) do you get them to sit in their seats and not, you know to misbehave how do you get them to be safe and enjoy the ride to and from school how do i get them to be safe
1: well it probably goes back to i had some of their parents <laughs> so you know ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah but technology nowadays is amazing because i am i am in contact with their parents i do not i will honestly be i don't have a lot of issues on my bus they are well well-behaved children but you know I do believe if they have just a little fear in you Mm -hmm. like you're gonna tell mom or dad or something but to also respect them Mm -hmm. and they will respect you and I think it goes back to
0: loving on them if you love your job right nice wonderful wonderful so how did they respond to the changes they start to see you when you started your journey more than two years ago (laughs) so funny i had a little girl come up to me one
1: day and she's like
0: mrs vicky
1: because they call me vicky instead of mrs winchester that's kind of hard for the little guys mrs vicky you're changing (laughs) i like i am she goes yeah you used to be fat you're not fat anymore. <laughs> and you know, I would get so offended by that those comments before but I'm like, that's how children, you yeah. know, they are the most honest creatures around. So they just say it as it, it is. And I think they have seen me come alive. Mm. As, as so to speak. And you know, um, I, I always thought I was fun. But I never knew that I was I am a lot more fun now. And I don't want to be bragging. But I find that, you know, we turn the radio up very telltale signs on my bus. If I reach over and turn the radio off, off, excuse me, they know they've been too loud. Uh. But they, all, they all have their assigned seats. They all sit very well. They all you know, they do what they're expected because it's consistency.
0: I'm i'm there you know you know it's interesting that when we put the bar at a certain place and say this is could be fun but everyone has to rise up to this level Mm -hmm. and then i will respect you and you'll show respect for me and this will all work and it and interestingly when we do that and one steps aside the others are like no no we don't act like this on this bus or this place right right absolutely because the older children tell you know they don't, they tell, they
1: suggest, they, you know, this is, Miss Vicky's not going to be happy, and when I'm not there, they, they always rat on each other. So.
0: <laughs> so you don't even have to be there to find out what's going on. I love that. I love They're like, that. Miss Vicki, do you know what they did today? And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. So was, um, uh, the the job of driving the bus ended for a few months in the spring of this year when COVID started. How did that go for you? Oh, yeah,
1: um, it did. We started with, because we have our main runs and then a lot of us have our secondary runs. So yes, it stopped, what was like March, April. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, because I had taken, I missed the kids. Mm-hmm. And right now we're actually not, not at at school virtual right at the moment but um missing their faces
0: mm.
1: missing their smiles but the connection on Facebook you know you get to see them and the and like I said being close with the parents I'm not a stranger to the parents right. I'm not a stranger to the kids so having that that communication skill is awesome and to be able to reach out but um did it affect me in the loneliness part of it yeah
0: because you know you miss that um but was i interaction is so important for uh, us and the children all of that yeah mm -hmm.
1: yeah and i worry more for the children than i do so you know i worry for everyone right but the children are lacking the communication skills right now
0: Mm -hmm. and that
1: and how to verbally communicate with people eye to eye Right, that's, that's the tough part.
0: Absolutely. So, it, it, was there any point since March that the bus runs were were going, or then it stopped and went back? Was it like that?
1: Yeah, we um started back up, and let me see. We we brought in the the elementary in October, and we ran the elementary for a while to see how COVID would reflect that we did very well then brought back high schoolers in November. And then our district had a couple positive cases. So we went back to virtual for a couple weeks, and we're supposed to go back um, in person on the 14th of December.
0: Ah, Okay, and then school ends with this semester, when right before Christmas?
1: Yeah right before Christmas so they'd be they'll be back like eight days and then they'll be on Christmas break but you know now that things seem to be heightening a little bit just keeping our fingers crossed and seeing how that goes.
0: Wow and does that mean extra work in keeping the bus clean? Do you have procedures that go for that?
1: Oh yeah we have to um you know we have a fog machine that, that gets sprayed every night every day after our runs oh, wipe you down
0: everything. Oh, yeah
1: wow. yeah a disinfector. and we personally wipe down the hand railings and the, and the seats and the steering wheel because I, I may not be the one that drives. Someone else may be driving so you know you want to take precautions and sure it just breaks my heart to see these little guys with masks on it really break, but I know what, you know, it's a safety issue.
0: And I have to say from the um, children I've spoken to and the uh, parents, teachers, um, it isn't as difficult uh, for the younger ones mm-hmm. um, because it's like, oh, this is what I have to do, okay. You know, they're li- they haven't lived as long not to do exactly. it, you know? Yep. So when you weren't driving for school, um, did that give you more time for your coaching work?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. So yeah. Really, because that coaching can be done right from home.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we do it right through like zooming like we are now or the phone the and uh, Facebook. So yes, I really dug into my health coaching. And really, you know, I just, it's awesome.
0: <laughs> oh, how bring- terrific! Wow. And so, um, how many clients do you find now that you're working with? Um, since I started coaching in
1: August of 2018, I have my team and myself have helped over 200 clients in the area. Wow. Yeah. And it's just, so and, many.
0: that's wonderful. Yeah, and
1: I'm sure that number, I haven't sat down and counted. It'd take me a while to count because I have coaches that work under me as well. Mm -hmm. But I, um, to, to realize that I can help people, I can help people and they are all, you know, they will all, they all have a success story of some sort, Mm -hmm. whether they've gotten to their goal weight, whether they stopped program for a reason, but no matter what, while I'm program and thereafter, they are having success. Cause I speak to some of my past clients and they're like, oh yeah, I'm still doing this. I'm still doing that, you know, teaching this habit,
0: that habit. So it sounds like it was a little bit of a surprise for you to learn that you could be so helpful to people. Now mm-hmm. you raised your children. I'm sure you're very helpful to your family and to them. Was it that you found yourself being helpful to so many other people outside of family?
1: Mm-hmm. I, to be, to think that I had, the I don't want to say the power in me. But I had the ability to bring light and hope into other people's eyes. I would have never, ever dreamed that I could be the person that can do that to to someone.
0: And how did you learn that about yourself that you now have that ability, or most probably always had it? But how did you learn it was inside of you?
1: Kicking fear in the face when I was asked to become a health coach because my mom wanted to go on program. Mm -hmm. And who better? help someone that you're around than you. You don't don't want a complete stranger helping I'm already doing the program myself. So she wanted to come on board. I'm like, Okay, I can help my mom. This is easy. And then it is just for me to say addicting. (laughs) It is very, very addicting when you nothing but positivity, you bring into people. You know, you're bringing them, like I said before, hope and belief. And believe, I think, is one of the strongest words I know.
0: And are you showing them belief in what exactly? To at first, a lot of people, when they're reaching out for help,
1: they're scared first to reach out for help. It's getting over that hurdle. But once they just connect with me and say, hey, I'd like to hear more about your program. I bring them on the phone and I find out what's in their heart, what they want to accomplish, because, hey, we all want to lose weight, right? Everybody wants to get healthy in one area or another.
0: Right.
1: But why? But why? So we dig a little deeper and get into the real meaning, because I could tell tell you, Bernadette, I want to lose weight. And you're going to say, okay, that's great. But why do I want to learn weight, lose weight? Because I want to fit on the, I want to fit on the um, airplane without needing a seat belt adjustment. Mm-hmm. I want to go on the amusement park rides with my children and not watch. I want to go to the beach and wear a bathing suit and not have everyone staring at me. I want to be able to climb stairs. I want to come off my medications. Mm-hmm. There's more than just wanting to lose weight
0: always, you know, um, so I'm in the life loss and grief business for over 30 years. And I was just speaking about this yesterday that this isn't just, oh, x. you've had such and such of a loss which could be a death or someone moving away or a loss of a job, many different uh-huh. things. It isn't just dealing with what the presenting issue is such as losing weight. It's what's underneath, what caused your reaction that and response and brought you to this place mm-hmm. and when we go back and look at lifelong habits and coping skills and situations and responses and things we were given and not given that we needed um, and usually what we didn't get was not out of someone just didn't want to give it to us they didn't know wasn't given to them and they didn't know to give it to us like to eat healthy or exercise or how to cope with a loss you know and Mm -hmm. does that ever come into being that people or yourself lose weight and then feel like they're losing that person that was and that's a difficult transition perhaps sometimes
1: um most people want to lose that person oh oh, i can uh, they want to lose the person i know they want to lose the weight no no i mean they want to lose because if they've come to me generally if they've reached out they've hit a low somewhere right Mm
0: -hmm. they've hit a
1: low and they are hurting their heart is hurting more than their mind or their mind is hurting and like we said it's more than the just the weight always it's balancing that and when you but i say once you lose the weight it opens the door for so many other things
0: right then you begin to look at what caused the weight gain was yeah. it hereditary was it um self-soothing responses whatever yeah. it was that caused that so yeah. i can imagine that many of my listeners are going to be fascinated to hear more about this and how would they be in touch with you to learn about this vicky oh
1: just write my my name down vicky winchester i am on facebook i have a um cell phone you can reach me by cell phone facebook messenger I have email. I don't
0: know if you want me to say it all. I do. We're going to okay. post it, of course, when we put this together. But please spell okay. your name and give exactly the context. I'd love to share it with people. Absolutely. It's Vicky Winchester,
1: V-I-C-K-I-W-I-N-C-H-E-S-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. And that's um, on Facebook, spelled just like that. Mm-hmm. My cell phone number is 607 607- 267-3158 text voicemail whatever you would like. And then my email address is T V Winchester, W-I-N-C-H-E-S-T-E-R at Yahoo.com. Beautiful. And just remember, if if you if you cannot believe in yourself, borrow my belief. Because within the first week when you are seeing success, you're going to start believing in yourself.
0: You know, that's a, a, another beautiful way of saying what I say to people is that until you can hold the hope for yourself, and you can't hold it yet because you can't see where we're going, and I can, mm-hmm. so I'll hold the hope for you until you're ready to hold it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So in essence, we're offering the same kind of support that they know someone has their back and it is holding that hope and support mm-hmm. for them. So that's lovely. And what mm-hmm. gives you hope for the future going forward? That
1: more people will reach out and I can bring them hope and them relief and their life and that to show them that they are worthy. We are all worthy people. You have a reason you are here and let's work together and find that because, you know, we, we, as Americans, we just need love right now. We may not be able to hug each other, but to get on the phone, to just have a conversation is just truly, it just fills my heart.
0: And it's interesting that all around the world, the more people I talk to, the more you learn of course we're much more similar than we're different and these are some of the basics that we all need well yeah. thank you Vicki it's been wonderful having this conversation with you and I'm so glad you joined my podcast from heartache to healing and hope and this version same storm different boats we've talked about oh all the different changes in your life and how you're rowing away well girl so thank yeah. you so very much thank you thank you very much for the time
1: absolutely mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.